everyone, Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You know what I love? What? Summer break. Oh, God. So many people in this house. <laughs> but that's enough about our troubles. Uh, let's uh, head over to the Disney Parks blog. All right. Um, Walt Disney Imagineering has reimagined Mickey's Toontown. That's right. And we know that the new Toontown opened earlier this year. And uh, they have reimagined it. And there's a nice story on the Disney Parks blog about how they have reimagined it to make it more inclusive. Mm -hmm. Uh, They actually have on some of the trees in the new park um, that have Braille on them so that children can, uh, uh, you know, touch the root and and learn about the tree. Um, There's also like curbless... Um, there's no curbs in the area, so the people in wheelchairs and accessibility right. who have accessibility issues nice. can navigate easily. So it's all about and making it an inclusive area uh, for people of all abilities and disabilities. So a very nice story uh, on that if you want to read up about it. Okay. Disney Cruise Line is being recognized for their award-winning service and dining experiences. That's right. They have been identified as a customer experience all-star by Forbes magazine uh, and identified by readers of Food and Wine as having one of the best culinary experiences at sea. So uh, kudos to the Disney Cruise Line for their new uh, awards Mm -hmm. recognition. All right. The Disney Parks blog has some Father's Day gift ideas. That's right. Uh, If you haven't started shopping for Father's Day, you've got a little over a week to do it. uh, And you can do some of it on Shop Disney, where, of course, it plays right into Darth Vader. I am your father. Uh, So there's all sorts of Darth Vader gear. There is Disney gear. There is, uh, let's see, Goofy gear. They have matching uh, Finding Nemo mine uh, seagull T-shirts. I'm sorry, not shirts, dress shirts, which are very nice. Um, tumblers, Indiana Jones gear, of course, lightsabers. So head on over to Shop Disney and, and check out all the latest stuff for Father's Day. And that's all the Disney Parks blog news, so let's head on over to Disneyland. A new Pride Month display has been installed in the Emporium window at Disneyland. That's right. They have not released any type of uh, photo murals or anything like Disney World did, uh, but they do have a window that is decorated in a Victorian style, uh, but it very much celebrates pride. Um, there are a whole bunch of books in the uh, display. It looks like a Victorian sitting room. Yeah, you kind of have to look you, you, to really know that that's celebrating pride. I mean, it's just really sort of flowers and rainbow colors, but like flowers are all Always in sort of rainbow colors. Right, but so. you, you need to know, you know, they tell you stuff about how the books right. are about historical men and women in the queer community uh, and their famous literature works. And, you know, there's a lilac and a hat and a lilac is something that women gave each other when they were having illicit relationships in the 1800s. Uh, so celebrating pride in a, a different way. Uh, through the use of their store windows. Um, But they have also announced uh, some stuff for Pride Month in Disneyland that is taking place. Uh, They are doing the first ever Disneyland After Dark Pride Nights on June 13th and 15th. Uh, And those are separate hard-ticketed events uh, that are a three-hour... I'm sorry, a four-hour private party from 9 p.m. to 1 p.m. And that is in... uh, 9 p.m. to 1 a.m. What did I say, 9 p.m. to 1 p.m.? Yeah. All right, that would be a very long party. Uh, And, of course, they also have popcorn buckets and sippers for Pride Month as well. But uh, they're getting in the mix in Disneyland. And uh, you know who else is getting in the mix? 
Uh, who? Downtown Disney. All right. And, and, They're sticking with these florals for their Anaheim. Pride Month stuff. They are. A lot of flowers involved there. Um, they do have a Pride Month floral Mickey decoration in the Downtown Disney District. It is over near uh, Napolini Pizzeria in the direction of Disneyland Park and Disneyland, um, I'm sorry, and Disney California Adventure. So uh, a, a nice photo spot, but not necessarily, you know, for that purpose. Right. They're doing some refurbishments at Disneyland. They've got walls and scaffolding up around Peter Pan's Flight, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, and Alice in Wonderland. That's right. These refurbishments uh, have started. Uh, all three of these attractions have been around since the 1950s, so of course they need some tender, loving care every now and then. Uh, Peter Pan's Flight will be closed through June 29th. The other two attractions will open up just a bit earlier than that. Uh, and there's also work underway on the Red Rose Tavern, which is just across from those three attractions, where they have some new uh, hand-painted scrim uh, that has been put over the tavern. Uh, and this is something we've seen in the past where the scrim looks like what it's covering. It usually means it's going to be there for a long time. Yeah. Remember mm -hmm. when we were there and uh, the Sleeping Beauty's castle? Yes, the castle. Uh, had scrim in front of it yep. that looked like Sleeping Beauty castle. Yep. Guests have been invited to interact with a new Baby Groot auto animatronic at Disneyland. Also known as an audio animatronic. Oh my gosh. That's all right. It's been, uh, this is our fifth take on this. <laughs> Uh, so they, at California Adventure, they are small group testing a new little animatronic in the parks, uh, and it is Baby Groot, uh, more like Toddler Groot. He's not a, a, a stick. Uh, he's probably about, what, three feet tall? Yes. Uh, and he is a a robot, and uh, he walks, he talks. Well, he doesn't talk. Uh, he makes Well, then he's not really audio, is he? Well, audio, maybe he does talk. Uh -huh. um, and uh, they have a little uh, segment on the uh, from Imagineering that shows the evolution of Project Kiwi, which is what they called this. And it goes back to 2016. So this robot's been in development for almost like six years. That's a long time. Um, based on the video, it looks like it was ready around 2020. But of course, then the parks closed and COVID came and it took a while for him to come out. Right. Um, but they have been invited, uh, these select guests have been invited to jam out with Groot as part of the Guardians of the Galaxy awesome dance-off. Uh, and uh, this is a free walking robot that, you know, we'll probably never see in the parks. Right, right. Because we saw Lucky the Dinosaur. He went nowhere. Uh, we've seen uh, a couple of other characters who were free walking that have just kind of come and gone. Yeah, it's kind of hard to put them out amongst people because they're delicate. Right. You can't have people bumping into them or trying to pick them up. Or, or trying to go give Groot a hug. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It needs to be more controlled than that. But it is very cool. Yeah. Now let's head on across the country over to Orlando. They have begun construction in the World Showcase on the Canada Pavilion in Epcot. That's right. The construction walls and scrim have gone up next to the trading post. Uh, this will block uh, the higher tiers of the pavilion space. It's mostly around the Hotel du Canada, uh, where it looks like they're going to be working on the exterior of the building. Connections Cafe has started offering a new dessert at Epcot. That's right. Beginning June 6th, they are offering a new multi-layered cake called Baumkuchen, oh. uh, which is known in German as tree cake. Uh, Baum means tree, Kuchen means cake, uh, like Otanenbaum, which is the Christmas tree. Uh -huh. uh, so that's where the bomb comes from. It is 15 layers of cake and is made on a machine similar to, to a rotisserie, giving the cake the look of a sliced tree trunk. Um, so they posted an announcement on Instagram 
and uh, they show the chef uh, in the Instagram post showing the chef how to properly pronounce the cake. Um, I don't know. I really can't see if the picture doesn't really show the cake, so I I need to see more. Even though it's originated in Germany, it is very popular in Japan, where it was introduced in the 20th century. Some sad news at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, you want to announce it? Not really. Okay. Uh, Dugan the White Rhino has passed away. Uh, He's been in Walt Disney World since 2018. He was born in 1995 at the Knoxville Zoo in Tennessee, and then he went to the Erie Zoo in Pennsylvania. Um, He was part of the uh, Rhino Crash, which is what a group of rhinos is called, and he helped uh, sire three offspring as part of the species survival plan. Uh, He is survived by each of his mates, uh, as well as his three offspring, Ranger, Milo, and Logan. Uh, he did pass away back on June 1st. I feel like Milo, I, re- I remember reporting on Milo being born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, sad. So, uh, R.A.P. Dugan. And you think he was on the Animal Kingdom series? I feel like he was, yeah. yeah. Disney World has announced the 2023 Magic Hap Pins pin trading event. That's right. This uh, Magic Hat Pins will be taking place at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort on August 25th and 26th. It is going to have a parade-themed, uh, it, well, it's going to feature parade-themed pins. Uh, you can uh, attend the special event by purchasing one of two packages, the Apprentice or the Sorcerer. The Apprentice package is $100. It gives you access to the area on the 25th, access to the area on the 26th. You can participate in random pin trading events. You get access to trading activities with Disney and other guests. You get an opportunity to meet Disney pin partners and preview upcoming pins. You get the pin artist signing, and you get limited uh, edition commemorative gifts, approximately $50 in value, that are a welcome pin, a goodbye pin, a lanyard, and a credential. Uh, or you can get the Sorcerer Package, which is $200, uh, which is everything from the Apprentice Package. Plus, you get um, uh, preferences in each round of pins. You get dedicated check-in line. You get an hour early access uh, on the 26th. You get access to trading ex- uh, a trading activity exclusive to Sorcerers. Uh, and you get the Sorcerer Package gift pin and a uh, elevated credential art on your lanyard. So uh, if you're into pin trading, this is the weekend for you. Registration for the Magic Hap Pins event will begin at 1 p.m. on June 13th. What started out is just a little thing for kids, really, has right. turned into a whole, I don't know, it's like a whole culture. It is, but that culture has definitely waned over the years because it, it used to be, remember, they had the pin trading station set up in Epcot yeah. where the, the ride boards used to be. Um, and pin trading was a lot more uh, popular. Mm-hmm. Cast members will still trade with people. They still have their trading boards in the stores, so you can trade with cast members. Um, but it's nice that they've given them at least one weekend a year for uh, something where special. the hardcore pin collectors get to do their stuff. Yeah. Disney is offering an Aulani Resort add-on discount to Disney Cruise Line bookings. That's right. Disney does have a few Hawaii cruises this year. They start in Vancouver, end in Hawaii, and then start in Hawaii, end in Vancouver. Um, Actually, no. They start in Vancouver, go to Hawaii, and then the ship goes to uh, Australia, New Zealand. 
I don't know. Yeah. Those are they're separate cruises, so let's right. not worry too much about uh, it. If you're coming to or going from Hawaii uh, and you decide to do a pre or post stay at Alani, you will get a twenty percent discount on your rooms. Uh, so that is a uh, that is a nice little deal. Uh, if you want to do pre cruise, it's for the October thirteenth Honolulu to Sydney cruise or the March first, twenty twenty four Honolulu to Vancouver. And post cruise visit would be October third Vancouver to Hawaii or February sixteenth, twenty twenty four Sydney to Honolulu. All right, and that applies for any stay ranging from two to seven nights. So getting into entertainment, there was a big announcement on June 5th. All right. uh, And that was that Apple is releasing their new Apple Vision Pro, which is their virtual reality headset. Okay. Um, It retails for $3,499. Oh, that's a lot of monies. Um, But it is cutting edge, and Bob Iger was there uh, because Disney is partnering with them, uh, and you're actually going to be able to uh, utilize Disney Plus on the Vision Pro from day one. Uh, now Disney did a lot of their uh, on a lot of their limited series. They've done production in a virtual environment, uh, and this just will add on to what Vision uh, Pro is doing. Um, so it is a device that that Tim Cook from Apple is saying that is the first product you look through and not at. All right. Um, and the Vision Pro is going to be able to simulate uh, widescreen theater type presentations in your in your. Virtual reality headset, essentially. Yeah. A Father's Day gift. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. That $399 flat top grill's looking a lot better right now. <laughs> yeah, isn't it is. It? So we're into entertainment news, or were we there already? We were there already. Oh, okay. Well, we're still in entertainment news, and a new title has been announced for Captain America 4. That's right. Captain America 4 was originally called Captain America New World Order, but it has been announced uh, that the Anthony Mackie led film will now be called Captain America. Brave New World. Uh, this film is expected to be released with, uh, if there are no issues, on May 3rd, 2024. Okay, we're going to pop on over to Universal, where the Evil Stuff gift shop for Villain Con Minion Blast has opened. That's right, that opened on June 6th, uh, and it uh, looks pretty evil. Uh, there's all <laughs> sorts of Villain Con memorabilia, all sorts of uh, villain pictures, and anything you want for villainry. Uh, is there, including uh, a minion dressed as Balthazar Brat, who is the main villain in Despicable Me 3. So uh, it, it looks like a pretty fun gift shop. Anything that's got minions involved is usually good. Agreed. You'll have to excuse one of Cheryl's many alarms that go off during the course of the day. It keeps me on my toes. It does. Uh, some new privacy bushes have been added for test. For a test seat at Jurassic World Velocicoaster. That's right. Like they're doing with many attractions these days, they do put a uh, ride vehicle or ride seat out in front of the attraction so that people can test it right. to see how they will fit before they get on there and realize that my body type does not work with this uh, attraction. And uh, they have had these test seats out in front of Jurassic World. Well, now they have moved a rolling planter in front of it so that people cannot see you uh, trying to squeeze yourself into the seat. I see. Uh, it, conceptually, it's a nice idea. But I think if it were a, something a little different than a rolling planter. I guess. I mean, it, you know, it gets the job done. It does. But I, I think it should be something permanent. Yeah. Maybe it will be eventually. The Poseidon's Fury lettering has been removed from the former attraction's entrance sign at Universal's Islands of Adventure. That's right. The uh, sign had been covered by a tarp, but now it's missing the top portion advertising the entrance, and it does say 
Escape from the Lost City. Uh, so it's just missing the old Poseidon part. So who knows what that uh, that means? Are they going to Retheme have, it or have something? a new attraction? Um, you know, is Escape from the Lost City going to be a new, a new reimagined attraction and Poseidon's not involved? Time, I don't know. Time will tell. I guess. You know who's returned to Universal? I have no idea. Trixie the Triceratops. Okay, who's that? Uh, so Trixie was a dinosaur model, uh, and she was originally in the Boneyard at Universal, which was uh, a part of the park that had Universal uh, vehicles. There were some Jurassic Park vehicles. There were some things from Jaws. There were some, you know, props there. Right. Uh, and then about 20 years ago, they gave the dinosaur to give kids the World Village. Mm-hmm. And it was set up as a display fair, a display there for the children to see. Uh, well, as part of the 30th anniversary of Jurassic Park, they have brought the dinosaur, uh, they've brought Trixie back uh, to Universal uh, and have her inside the studios again. Okay. Um, so she will be there throughout the summer celebrating the 30th anniversary. And when it is done, they will return her to give kids the world village. Um, She kind of looks like she's dead. It does, but she's just sleeping. Okay. Um, <laughs> looks like she was just hunted. It looks like maybe she's been tranquilized. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. This is the last full-scale um, cast that was made from the original Triceratops during the, the original Jurassic Park filming. Okay. Um, even the original is now gone. It's just a collector bought it and ripped off the head. Uh, so this is oh. the last remaining full Triceratops replica okay. uh, from Jurassic Park. So that's pretty cool. Uh, and you can see it if you head down to Universal Orlando. You have nothing else to say? What do you want me to say? Okay. How about the uh, show's over? All right. The show's over. All right. Hope everybody has a good couple of days. And until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Ah!